Well, all right, I guess, uh, I guess we're just gonna go ahead and do this now. It's bound to happen. Just, uh, get the whole thing done? Yeah, let's do it. Well, thank you for joining us. My name is Sam. I'm Chad. And, uh, you were watching The Minute, brought to you by Moving Out Autopsy. And today we're gonna go through our definitive, ultimate, com cumulative, just, list. Super list. List of lists. Of the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So we're gonna we're gonna rank those movies straight up from number twenty one all the way down to number one hits. All twenty one films thus far. Um, we we have not seen Endgame yet. Obviously, mm -hmm. that's that's why we're doing this. Yep. Is because you, you, you Endgame's a thing. That's that's why we're doing this. Yeah, Who, is a thing. it a thing? But we gotta but well, we gotta stop wasting time. We gotta get into this thing. Okay, I mean, like, let's let's get the clock on the board. We have that much time to get through. Uh, gets number 10 and gotcha. then we can go a little bit deeper, but let's okay. just go ahead and dive right into it. Okay. Number 21 We have the Incredible Hulk. Do you have anything to say about the Incredible Hulk? Nope, no one did. Neither does anybody else. So we're just gonna okay. move right on along. Number 20, Thor. <laughs> Thor. Best thing about Thor is um, it introduced us to I still feel is the best villain of the MCU and that's Loki. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of people in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number 19, Thor 2. The darker world than the first one. Looked really cool. That the look of it's cool, but... Yeah, it had, it had a couple of good moments. Yeah. Mostly Loki moments. Number 18, Ant-Man and the Wasp. What happened to that movie? I, I just saw it last year, but what happened uh, to it? Bigger fun. There was more... There was, was it? The, yeah, there was the Giant Man shows up at one point. Was the, cool effects. was the... Oh, so it was literally bigger. It was so literally bigger. The amount bigger. of fun wasn't bigger. It's about as average, about the same. I, I, no, I think I think the fact that we haven't talked about Ant Man yet is Point uh, taken. Number seventeen, uh, Captain Marvel. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to go ahead and stop the clock right there. That brings us to our, our brand new segment of the day called "The Internet Is an Awful Place." The Internet is an awful place. It's just, it's really bad. It's bad. And that's been our new segment, The Internet is an Awful Place. The Internet is an Awful Place. Number 16, Iron Man 2. You know what's great about that movie? The first half. Yeah. The, a lot of fun. Pretty much everything up and through, like, the, the Iron Man War Machine fight. Yeah. That's after that, such a cool fight scene. It's really neat. It's so good. But there's still more movie after that, and, so that's why and, it ends up where it is. And then Mickey Rourke just kind of shows up. Mm -hmm. 15. Uh, Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Yeah. The first Ant-Man. Mm -hmm. I had a lot of fun with that one. We found an excuse to put Paul Rudd in something, and I'm always down for that. Paul Rudd's just, he's funny. Paul Rudd's funny. great. I like he's Paul Rudd. funny. Yeah. And Michael Pena. Oh, man. Oh, dude. Like, he's like the unsung that, hero that, of that movie. That whole, like... Supporting cast that's deserves of, their own. That's kind of part of why, like Ant Man and the Wasp, didn't work as well for me. It just kind of recycled the things that worked in Ant Man. Like it's just like these worked in the last movie, mm -hmm. so here they are again. Yeah. But now there's a lady involved. Did sexism pop up on the screen? I feel like sexism <laughs> should have. Number fourteen, Avengers: The Age of Ultron. You mean the. Less than two hours of Ultron. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not so much an age as it's a fad. Yeah, it, it, it was a really quick fad I mean, at that. No one called Bell Bottoms an age of Bell Bottoms. The Renaissance, that was an age. There, there wasn't the age of Jinko shorts. Yeah, it was a thing. But, like, like, I definitely feel like, we were talking about this a little bit before we started shooting, that there's, a, there's a, the kernel of a better movie 
inside what we were ultimately able to see. Yeah. Like there like this one, this is the film that exhausted Joss Whedon is the reason yeah. why he's no longer directing in the in, in the universe anymore. Yeah. So there is that. Mm. Number 13. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. The movie with daddy issues. <laughs> well, who doesn't have dad issues? Uh, in that movie, I think... Uh, <laughs> I know what you're about to say. <laughs> I, think, I think Drax. <laughs> uh, Drax doesn't appear to have daddy issues. Yeah, everyone else kind of has Literally daddy issues. Literally every other character in that, other character <laughs> that movie has daddy issues. Really? Has a serious, like, complex with authority figures. Yeah. And you know, you know, like, Kurt Russell's character is just holding back. Yeah, and you his... know, and you know, uh, you know, uh... He's, he's graduated from dad issues to full existential crisis. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. meanwhile, Michael Rooker's character is Mary Poppins, y'all. Yeah. You just had to work that in? I, did, I had yeah, to. Yeah, that's fair. I had to. Like the Mary Poppins joke, I had to work that in. Number 12. Doctor Strange, trippy and weird. Yeah, I really like it like as an origin it. story. Yeah, it's yeah. I'm oh god, most of us are sick of origin stories, but Doctor Strange works. It works. Um, I mean, there's cool music in it. I mean, like they the, the movie does a good job of like you really don't like benevolent Cumberbund whenever he first shows up as mm -hmm. as, as like the Doctor in the normal world, and then whenever Benibari like Cooper bag. Whenever, yeah, that guy. Mm -hmm. uh, whenever, whenever you know the bad thing happens to him that forces him to have to overcome an obstacle and become mm -hmm. Doctor Strange and all that, like you're kind of like, man, you deserved that. Yeah, you've you, had this coming for a minute. You arrogant prick. <laughs> <laughs> you, you kind of deserve something bad happen to you. Uh, number eleven, Iron Man three. In my opinion, the best Iron Man. Really? But we, we but we'll. We'll get to the to the one that ranks higher than that on this list. I have moment. I have I have one very specific statement about Iron Man three. Didn't like it when I first saw it. As time went on, and I watched more Shane Black movies, I see it as a Shane Black movie more than an Iron Man yeah, movie. Like, That's like, what makes like it work. Tim Burton Batman. Yeah, yeah, like, like Sam Raimi Spider Man. Like the last Boy Scout or something. It's, yeah, yeah. No, man, I love Iron Man three. Like. I saw it in theaters and I enjoyed it, but like it's one of those that kind of like wore on me better as time went on. Mm -hmm. And like the last time I watched it, I was like, yeah, this movie's badass. And there's just enough like ridiculous fireworks at the end. I didn't give a shit about the Mandarin switch. I don't care enough about the Mandarin as a character in the comics to care about the Mandarin switch. Yeah. I enjoyed it as a plot point and I thought the story paid off well. Mm -hmm. And and the Shane Black, then the very heavily Shane Black Iron Man 3 is in my opinion, the best Iron Man movie. But moving on, Whew, stop the clock. We did it. Hey, look at that. We pulled it off. All right. Hey, man, we're getting good at this. We got, we, we it came down to the last second there. But oh, we, man, we didn't pull it off. But we pulled almost. it off. Oh, man, I was worried about it. We almost missed it. And now that brings us to the next segment of the show, the top 10 list. Oh, hey, we can't. We went over there with legal. We can't use the top 10 list. That's still a Letterman thing. Oh. Yeah. Several well, I, things we like. That, that was one of the names I, that was cleared. I guess we're just going to talk about the movies that are the top 10 of the best because we talked about the bottom 11. That should save us what you just did. That's so good. now we're going to. Yeah. Yes. We don't have any lawyers. Number 10 on the list. The one that started them all. Iron Man. It's a lot happening in this movie. Without oh, yeah. There's, there, there's a lot of history behind that movie. If you... A lot of people didn't even fully 
estimate the importance of this particular movie at the time they were watching it. Oh, no. Well, I mean, you know, that was the uh, the start of the great experiment, so to speak. Yeah. I remember my first thought was, is, huh, they're doing scenes after trailers. That's the most interesting thing I got from it. Yeah. Not they're going to do this thing. Because they didn't plan out everything before this movie. Well, no. I mean, this was back in the dark ages of uh, 2008. I say that because that's when The Dark Knight came out. Mm. Did you want to say anything about the villain or Jeff Bridges being in it or how like Terrence Howard was fantastic even though he got recast or Yeah, that was a shitty situation. The yeah. Terrence Howard thing. But Yeah, it sucks that it worked out cuz I love Terrence Howard like um like I was really impressed with Hustle and Flow and how this guy like you remember him being in some stuff but like well, that really shows just like tremendous chops. Mm-hmm. Guy's got chops and well, then like chops. But then but then the guy that they brought in was Don Cheadle. Yeah, so he's got like chops too. You can't be mad about the addition of it's Don like Cheadle. The, it's like, yeah, but it's just like that. For now, it's it, when I saw the movie that thing where he looks over at the war machine thing and he's like, "Next time, baby," and you're like, "Ha ha!" That's back when. That's back when all we needed for to set up a sequel was a throwaway gag. Back then, everyone's like, "Yeah, it's gonna be awesome," and now it's kind of you're like, "Oh, we never got. We're never gonna get that." But that's just nitpicky. Yeah, I I would have liked a, a War Machine movie. That's one thing that I was hoping like for. Like a singular in, in War the, Machine movie? In the early days. That's one of the things that it was like, because as they, as they keep announcing new movies and new characters, it was like, mm. well, maybe we'll get a War Machine movie. Yeah. How badass would that be? That just, was just, he, he just like flies in and wrecks a bunch of shit, like on lower stakes. <laughs> you That was the time where you could actually, do, like no one does this anymore. People just politely wait for the announcements every year. But they were like, you know what I want to see? And then they say some obscure like off the wall character that you don't even like remember and I'm stalling because I can't think of one that's how bad like that's how crazy these conversations I mean, were back then Iron Man didn't really introduce a whole lot of characters that stuck around just other the than, Iron you Man know, characters Penny Potts Happy Hogan yeah. and and like John John Favreau is the director for this one we haven't said anything about him isn't that weird yeah it like, is like he does a good job and now he does these big movies like he did Jungle Book but I'm like it's the dude from Made yeah. and Chef People like these little movies he does, and he's known as the indie guy. And I'm, I'm sure he would. Well, I'm sure. Still I'm, I'm sure that Iron Man probably has a pretty good amount, to, uh, amount to do with just like that. Probably catapulted him into yeah. being able to do Lion King and Jungle Book and stuff like and that. And I think besides the budget, like this was done at Columbia before Marvel Studios owned their own stuff, and then Disney. Yeah, they owned didn't it. have their own studio yet. Yeah, they were just it starting was, the early, the early universe building. But they kind of they're like, listen, we have a lot of money for effects, but this is like shooting an indie movie because mm-hmm. of just how it's done. And like no one, no one's interfering. And this yeah, it was, the other thing. This, this was back whenever it was a brave new world. Worked out a whole lot better than uh, the Incredible Hulk, which we kind of I, just I, mentioned. We had to. It's a list. Yeah. Uh, number nine. Captain America: The First Avenger. I was surprised to see this one crack the top ten. If I'm being honest. Um. I'm I I know I ranked it high, and because I'm just a sucker for good World War II movies. Like the guy who did the Rocketeer directed this movie, and that's that's done right on purpose. But I'm also just like I really like those type of movies, and I just really like the character. And it's a lot of fun to see a period piece with a superhero in it. It's really well done period piece. Yeah, you don't see like it's like the only way we can top this is if like there's ever a Batman set in the 30s or the 40s. Like noir Batman. Yeah, he has those weird gloves and carries guns. Mega noir Batman. Yeah, just super weird. And like, he be like played period. by Nicolas Cage. 
uh, oh my god, we have to move on. I cannot <laughs> start thinking about a Nick Cage's Batman in a. I don't think a lot of people gave Chris Evans like credit until they saw this because they still remembered him as uh, Johnny Storm, Fantastic Four movies, and then and other... not another teen movie. <laughs> don't forget about that one. I I did. He was uh, he was he I, was Jake in not I, another teen movie. I absolutely the star, forgot the star quarterback. Is he the jerk who ends up not being the jerk, or is he the jerk who ends up? No, he's the jerk who he, he's the jerk who wins back the pretty girl who was who or the no he's the jerk who wins back the nerdy girl who was described who's disguised as an ugly girl but actually a pretty, a pretty girl, girl and he wins her back right before he gets she gets on the plane. Freaking spoilers, Sam. Jeez. Oh yeah, sorry. Spoilers for none of the scene movie. Come on, come but on. yeah, like he really, you know, man, he really came, comes alive as Captain America. Yeah, like, oh, I can't imagine God. anybody else playing. Watching Steve that shield go for the first time, and it's for the and it's in the first movie. You feel that way. Yeah, like oh, my God, right? He like never, like like it's not like. I mean, I love watching him in Infinity War mm-hmm. and Civil War and like popping up like in all these like more recent Marvel movies. Yeah, but like this is back in like when did that movie come out? Two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Yeah, something um, like that. I, I think they did such a good job on his character, um, on his on his origin, and I feel like we can get this later with the other movies. But like I like I, if we're just talking trilogies, I like the Captain America trilogies the most mm-hmm. because I really love what they do with his character. I think it's the most respectful. I think to it's the, the strongest series of films. Yes, is the Captain America films. Gotcha. It's the strongest series of films. I, can, I agree. Number eight, Avengers: Infinity War. The big one. The big one. Until the big the next, teardrop is what it is. Until the next big one. <laughs> yeah. This, so, like, this is the one originally that everybody was building up to because eventually they were like, we're doing Infinity War. It's a two-parter. Mm-hmm. And, and, they, and when they announced it, they announced it as a two-parter. Yeah, like, yeah. The Russos are, the Russos not, are taking not, over. It's not a surprise it ended on a cliffhanger. Like No. Yeah, it's not a surprise it's ended on a cliffhanger at all. But it's just the one that all... 10 years of films has been building up to mm. now it's extended out to Endgame, but depending on how Endgame looks and everything i might you know it may be like the well, kill bill movies to the me plan. no like, it's the like, plan but like i might they, consider it one large movie i mean well they, yeah depending how it goes. That's, that's they, what, they they filmed them in very close proximity mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure it is supposed to kind of feel like more or less one long movie yeah but we'll see when we actually get, a, get around to seeing Endgame. as far as infinity war goes uh, we've we've talked a little bit about this just like on the channel and other places, on, on other on other shows, yeah. but like I love the movie because I'm just like a huge fan of a lot of these characters, mm-hmm. even a couple of them that I really didn't care about until seeing them on screen. Like Thor was one of them. Yeah, uh, Guardians is one that I actually like. I read a lot of the Guardians comic comics, uh, the ones that this team is based on, because uh-huh. the Guardians comics have gone. It's been going on like since the yeah, 70s. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of really weird uh, groupings. It's a weird of comic book in those comics. But I've read a lot of the comics based on this group that we got for the first two movies. Um, and like like that's that's one of those where I was just like, I can't believe that they're making a fucking Guardians of the Galaxy movie. And then I'm so glad they blew up the way that they did because they were able to be worked into Infinity War like this, and just like, that was the crossover that we were like waiting for. Yes, like like everybody's that's the crossover we got because Fox had X Men for so long and we never got an Avengers X Men movie. Mm. So this is this is a, a but yeah, throw in know, them Guardians, man. Just just toss them in, and they split them up, and they just uh oh man, and, and you trying to figure out. How, who's going to be where? Like watching the trailers, you're like, who's where when? Right. You know. And right. is there anybody going back and forth? Because you know it's going to be a very large story happening. Yeah. It's, it, it has so, to be for this yeah. many characters to be bouncing around. 
And like so like so much props to the Russos. Like they're not perfect as filmmakers, but so much props for being able to balance that many characters on screen. And the You care. The story never felt rushed. Mm-mm. It never dragged. Um everybody had time to do do something. There are some people I would have liked to see have more time. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of people who maybe didn't need as much time, but like no huge complaints as far as that goes. Like in terms of a straight like balancing act while also juggling, like it's impressive. It's impressive. Um, Some impressive filmmaking. Uh, Number seven, Thor. But like the Ragnarok one. Yeah. Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, really good movie, man. Really, really fucking liked that one. I, just, I had a blast. I'll throw it. It's on Netflix, and I'll throw it up like the, casually sometimes. Like like the, the first two Thors are in our bottom five, mm-hmm. so we talked about them very little because they're not great. It seems so long and, ago that we talked about and those the, And the best... And the best <laughs> I know it changed so much. The best thing <laughs> like that like, this movie does is it just completely separates itself from those first two. Mm-hmm. Like... They do like the father son dynamic a little bit with with uh, with Odin. Mm-hmm. Like they bring they bring Loki into the whole scenario. Like you said earlier, they work in really well the Hulk and Doctor Strange. And, they they and work all that in very. They well. introduce Valkyrie and um, Valkyrie's great. That, Tessa Thompson, dude, I just love she, Tessa. She's great in everything. Uh, Valkyrie and uh, I don't remember the rock monster's name, but take his take Cork. his Watiti's Cork. Cork. Hey, oh, hey, Cork. hey, you a god? That's nice. Like that ghost. ghost? That's the that's the big one. That's the one that everybody. (laughs) It's off ghost. (laughs) Oh, it's not. No, no, he's dead. I stepped on him. Yeah, it's looks like Mick's still alive. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Sorry, Mick. No, that I watch a movie with that guy in it Mm -hmm. again, and it's 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 the third movie. When is the third movie the good one? Yeah, I'll wait. Internet, tell me when's the third movie the good one. Seriously, it's like. Yeah. I mean, I could have done some research if I knew that you were going to ask. Oh, I just thought of it. It's not cool, man. But yeah, Thor, Thor Ragnarok is great. It's a great time. Yeah, uh, had it was a lot of fun. Uh, so much fun. It covers so much. It's the, like, like the only thing I can really say about it is like the last time that I watched it, I know that it does kind of drag it like mm-hmm. a little bit like as it's coming into the third act and all the shit starts yeah. going down. Um it's not like a huge detriment to the movie. It's still a lot of fun. This is one of those movies where they start having a great villain. It's a rejuvenation of the Thor franchise, if you ask me, because mm-hmm. like, couldn't care less about the first two movies, even though that's where we get the Tesseract from, which is yeah. such a big deal in the MCU. We get them from the Thor movies, and I just could... I, I give no shits about the Thor movies. Yeah. Except for Ragnarok. Ragnarok, Ragnarok is just so, is so much fun. Yeah. Like, I could throw it on right now and just be like, oh, look at the pretty colors. Like, it it's is, just, it's, it is know. one of those movies. Uh, and I'm just going to say it because we haven't said it Took yet. Took a big cue from the Guardians movies, but oh, it huge. was directed by Taika Waititi. Uh-huh. What, I, I know I didn't say his name right. Waititi? Taika Waititi? I think it's is that take, it? Taika Waititi? Is that it? No, somebody on the internet correct me. Taika Watiti. Taika Watiti. That sounds right. Let's go with it. That sounds right. Um, yeah, very talented guy. Knocked it out of the park with this one. Total reimagining of the character. Completely re- rejuvenated the franchise. Yeah, great movie. Number six, Black Panther. Boy, is that a hell of a movie. Oh, man, yeah. Oh, God. Great watch. Fantastic and cast. Completely original um, output. Like, it, like it, it, it follows the Marvel formula story-wise, mm-hmm. but like... 
It's it, like it looks so much different than anything else Marvel's done. It's got a little it bit of a It feels so much different. Like, like uh, the thing about a lot of Marvel movies, especially a lot of the ones in that bottom 10 and mm-hmm. the bottom five, is they don't really feel like they have much vision to them. They're very unfocused feeling. Yeah. Like very, very much just looks like somebody went in and just did the job and then left when the job was done. Like Ryan Coogler had a vision when he made Black Panther. And that vision was executed very well. Super well done. It's uh, the worst parts about it are the things that have to check those Marvel boxes. Yeah, that's true. Um, it, it gets lucky because, um, and we'll get into this with this, this other movie. We learn about T'Challa in a previous movie, so yeah, we don't have to worry. Civil War, yeah, so. we don't have to worry about his origin at the beginning of this movie. He just gets to. He just gets to drop Panther. right back in. Literally. Thank you, Patrick Willems. Also, like I said, with uh, Thor Ragnarok. We start seeing killer villains in the Marvel universe. We always had Loki, but dude, right. Killmonger's awesome. Killmonger's a great villain. He's Michael, so great. Well, he's, well, he's motivated. He's, he's a he's a very actualized villain. A little bit sympathetic. Like you understand why he has the yeah. viewpoint that he has. You, you get it. It's it, you're not questioning any of it. Yeah, yeah. Like you understand why he feels that way. But you're still surprised. It's just that T'Challa's on the side of look, man. I get the anger, but that's not a healthy response. Yeah. Like that's not constructive, and he's just—he's just like no dialogues happening, so yeah. we gotta fight. Yep. So now we have to. Now we've got to put on CG costumes and fight. Yeah, that's that was a little fight bit of a in bummer. a literal underground railroad. Like if you watch somebody fall down a big hole through a hollowed-out mountain to land on a train powered by magnets, I think it was, and they both look similar, that should be way more exciting. And it just kind of looked like I was watching like two CG figures just kind of go through some After Effects background or something, just kind of scroll. Oh yeah, for and sure. And I was like, oh, that's kind of a bummer. Yeah. Although the fight outside yeah. is still pretty cool. Yeah, the Civil War thing happening on the surface level, yeah, is, yeah. It looks a lot better. Yeah, and it's actually really cool. It's got some great sequences with like the mm-hmm. man. I'm so bad at at remembering actors names is the guy the guy from get out like he's got some great he's got some great moments in this oh man i forgot his name yeah, he's a british actor yeah it's a good actor and winston duke like because you, you knew it was gonna happen oh yeah and then, and then of course winston duke i just put made that connection yeah because of like, jordan peele yeah, yeah you like you knew you'd be like yeah exactly uh but you knew like though like like the other tribe was going to show up at some point and but it, like when they do, it's like, know, like so perfect. Like, I'm interested to see where they go with that because in the comics, the guy that Winston Duke plays is uh-huh. actually a villain. Yeah. So if he does, if there's like a turn, like if there's like a turn in the second or third Black Panther movie, mm-hmm. it, we can feel much more like upset over like, oh man, they 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 were almost there, like right. they almost had right. peace in Wakanda, like true, true. Oh, peace. that'd be a really good way to go. Yeah, oh, Kevin man. Feige, that would be a good way to go. Coogler, if you're doing the next one, I don't know. I don't know if he is. He, I mean, if he wants I to. I mean, he made a movie that made like over a billion dollars. I mean, he can if he wants to, but sometimes, sometimes directors like are like one and done. And that brings us to the top five. I don't, I don't know. Is it a big deal that we're in the top five now? I don't, I don't know. I mean, we made it this far. It's our first time doing a list. I don't. It's yeah, it's um number five, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Man, Spider-Man: Homecoming. So, I love this movie. I like this movie a lot. So when I it comes to movie. Spider-Man and movies, it's unlike most of these characters where we're trying to figure out what to do. They already know how to do it. And the previous five Spider-Man movies that comes before it from other studios and other directors and filmmakers and stars, 
Um, there's uh, people can always nitpick what does work and Man, what does not work. Two of those were really good. Yeah, but people, you know, but people could say, well, the thing about um, this is that, and there's like <laughs> with this Spider-Man movie, it looks like they just pulled off everything you're supposed to in a Spider-Man movie. Like, yeah. like he's a good Peter Parker. He's a good Spider-Man. Like, I like it, he's, the teenager he, angle. He's a real kid. Those are some of my favorite comics. He's not a is, young actor who we can pull off as a teenager. He's actually yeah, like, like, I think he was twenty when he was filming the role, yeah, he and he kind and he kind of has like a really young like look yeah. anyways. Like, really pulls off the Peter Parker role well. Another British actor, by the way, and uh, just man, just I, I just I don't know. Like, there are plenty of people who weren't that into the movie, and they have. Pretty decent reasons for not being that into the movie. But I don't know. Like, I grew up watching the Spider-Man cartoons. Mm -hmm. I grew up with the um, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies with Sam Raimi. Yeah, and everyone pretty much agrees Spider-Man 2 is a, pretty much a perfect comic book movie. Oh, man, it's so good. It's so good. Like, it's, like it's the gold standard for comic yeah. book movies. Absolutely. Is Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Um, but, yeah, like... This like, one's close. So, I don't know. Like, just, yeah, man, just... It's, I'm sorry, you're not gonna convince me. You're not gonna convince me Spider-Man Homecoming is a bad movie. Yeah, I like, know. Like the way that the way that they incorporate stuff, the, the way that they incorporate all the things, like about the suit and with Karen, I think is what he ends up calling the voice uh, that Tony Stark built for him. Like, it all makes sense in universe. I didn't think I was gonna like that at all. Yeah, I kind of thought that I was gonna like really hate it. Hate it. Yeah, boy, it's but fine. I, it doesn't bother me because you want a you want a Spider Man who's just just trying to get by. It kind of gives him a reason to talk more, and I think that that's why they did it. Be a reason why they did it. Yeah, because like, he only t really talks to her like in that scene where he's like stuck in a warehouse, and that's like that's Spider Man's thing is he's always talking. So rather than yeah. look like a crazy person who's talking to himself, he has something to talk to. Yeah, I, I mean, it worked for the cartoon in the nineties. There was a lot of like inner dialogue, but like yeah, a, a fifteen year old's not gonna. He's going to be kind of shy about sharing it that much. And so, like, well, having, like, I just, a nice, think, calm just, person to talk to. I mostly even, just think it would yeah. be, it would just be, like, a weird if what, you just what are you doing, weirdo? Why are you talking to yourself? Yeah. You fucking, you fucking weird, weirdo, you weird kid. Why are you wearing that? You look ridiculous. <laughs> but no, but, but no, the way that they do all of that, it, they, they really pull it off. Michael Keaton is the vulture. One of my favorite villains of the MCU. Of the MCU. I just love Michael right Keaton up there, and things. Right up there with Killmonger and Loki. Oh, dude. I just love Michael Keaton and stuff. He's just... And he really owns it, and he's menacing. Mm. But he's also, like, a lot of people see it this but way. But you get it. You know you get, where he's coming yeah. from. And you the know guy, why he's doing what he's doing. And some people are just like, hey, he's ultimately he's trying just to work. trying to take care of his family. Yeah. Now, it, it got out of control, obviously, at some oh, yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't justify what he's doing, yeah, but he, you understand why he's doing it. Yeah. That house is huge oh, yeah. that he's in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, are, they are well off. Yeah. They but are like well the off. He, his his daughter is the popular one in school. He looks menacing as the vulture, and it's not the crazy... With the vulture, I'm like, we'll see how it goes. And it's a low-stakes yeah, Marvel movie. Like, not every movie has to deal with the end of the world. Mm -hmm, but the vulture outfit... I think Captain Marvel could have learned a little bit from that, maybe... Possibly. The Armada at the end was a bit much. Yeah, it was a lot. But, like, like that's what I'm saying. I think Marvel, if anything... I think Marvel, if anything, should make more movies on smaller scales in between the big, huge events. Like, every year can have their big, huge event, but maybe make smaller scale stuff around it. Number four, The Avengers. The it, Joss Whedon one. 
Yeah. The it, other Joss Whedon one. <laughs> it proved like, it, like at this point we knew like the MCU was an experiment and it's gone pretty decently well for the most part. It's yeah. All it's, the all the movies were successes, but yeah. they weren't like the this movie's probably going to make eight hundred million if it doesn't break a billion successes. Yeah. Um. But like, this this like was the first Thor. I think made. Sorry to interrupt. But okay. The uh, first Thor made like uh. I think 600, mm -hmm. something like that. Captain America made like 450 or something, something like, like that. that. Like they, they were making money, but it was like they just kept fucking piling on from here. But I see the Avengers movie as being proof that this thing works. Right. This was the first big hurdle. Like if this hadn't gone well, we wouldn't be having all these. Even if it mm -hmm. just did okay, they would have worked the strategy a little bit If it bit had made like Justice League money. Yeah. Or no, more than Justice League money. If it made like... If it made more than Justice League, but not as much as it did, if it did like oh, like oh, that's not bad. They wouldn't have given us so many movies over the last ten years. They would have given us like, a, like maybe two movies yeah, they a would, year. They wouldn't have. They wouldn't have of really pushed down on the throttle. This cast was perfect for all their roles. Yeah, yeah. Like I didn't really, I didn't like Thor. I saw it in theaters and I mm -hmm. almost walked out, but I was like, uh, I might miss Power something important for the fucking next one. I guess we're doing that now. I'm, that's going to piss me off. And now here we are making a list about 21 fucking movies. <laughs> um, the best thing about it was that Loki was in it. Yeah. That and, was that was really the best thing about and, uh, it. They were like, say what, chaps? Look at this guy. Yeah, this, he's the bad guy. This guy looks good. We should, we should use this guy. And that's really where like they... I, like, I saw Avengers, I think, with Dennis and... The only thing you had to do is, who's that guy and what's that thing? And you figure that out in the first five minutes. Mm -hmm. There's definitely a handful of movies that you will need to have at least read the Wikipedia articles for. <laughs> like, so that you can have a semblance of what's going on, who these characters are, what they're doing. Why, why the space caption is funny. You know, stuff like like, yeah. like that kind of thing. And the, the first Avengers, you don't really need that. No. Everybody is well set up enough. Um, and well explored through the movie. Right. Like, they've been introduced by a movie. There's still plenty of room to develop the characters. We're not in overkill mode yet. We're not in flanderization land yet. But anyways. Is this the first movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe to successfully try and tease a future character, possibly a future villain, so we can go, who is that and what's going on? Yeah, I think so, because that's the first time that we see Thanos. Yeah. I He's guess kinda, I'll do it myself. Yeah. Yeah. No, he, oh, no, it's the, it's the guy in the robe saying that we'll have to take her like and then the guy all he does is turn around and look at the camera doesn't he doesn't say i guess i'll do it myself that's the end i think that's the end of age of ultron oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah you're right yeah but but yeah like that was the first time that they did the really big team up and it all came together and just like man joss whedon is the guy to put a comic book movie in the hands of just, oh, just let dude, him do it when he does that first circular scene of all the avengers and it's not cheap it's well-earned time for each character yeah. doing the thing they actually do. That is do. probably the best shot in any Marvel movie. Is Pretty that much. One shot. That yeah. It's probably like if you had to, if yeah. you like, if you March Madness up some brackets. Yeah. For best shot in a Marvel movie, that would probably be the best one. Yeah. Uh, it's, and it's just like, it's, it's every character's doing exactly what they do in a fight for a minute. And it's just neat. It's so just, neat. Just can we have a have a round of applause for Joss Whedon? Just man. Yeah. So good. So good. So number three. 
isn't actually number three because it's tied for number two. So Captain America, the Winter Soldier, uh, is it's actually that is that is my favorite Marvel movie. Yeah, Captain America, Winter Soldier. Yeah, um, just the way that we did the it just this is where this is where things it ended. landed. So like like I rewatched it and I rewatched it a little while ago and just like. I was like, and I was kind of nervous going into it. I was like, what if I don't think it's my favorite Marvel movie anymore? You know what that is? Then I've been living a lie. You know, like, like, it's just, that's the movie that I've been saying is my favorite Marvel movie. It holds up, man. And if it's not my favorite Marvel movie anymore, then then what is? Right? But no, it's totally still my favorite Marvel movie. Sweet, sweet. Even though most people read the comics and they know about Bucky being the Winter Soldier. It didn't even matter. It's, but all I'm saying is it still works. It doesn't take away. It doesn't take away from the movie at all that you that like like because I going into it I was like yeah yeah it's Bucky. Yeah, it's Bucky, but yeah. like it's really, and it's oh man, it's it still like like people know things about the secrets and it still works. That's how well crafted the movie is. Oh yeah, is that you're just stoked about the Winter Soldier and just like it was the Russos. The 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 Russos are the ones who kind of revolutionized. This was the first movie that they did. For yeah. Them, by the way, really and, good. And they they were the ones who kind of like really were the first to utilize this kind of like, like, semi sped up, like pace for uh for Captain Marvel's like fight scenes. Not Captain Marvel. Captain America's uh, fight mm-hmm. scenes. Like I like I don't know how to describe it, but just just you know like the way that the action shots in these Captain America movies are are filmed, the way that you see him take people down. Like there's a definite like power with his like yeah they they re- they, they shoot it, it they shoot it in ways to emphasize the power when he hits somebody, and uh, and just like the quickness that he's able to move through people yeah like it's all it's all low stakes it's all small level, but just like just it's really effective filmmaking yeah the opening scene you see him taking out pe- people on a boat yeah it's yeah, he so infl- low he infl- stakes he infiltrates a boat and takes people out one at a time yeah he just t- in like fastly precisely and that's, smoothly that scene in the elevator where he's like the oh, easy way or the hard good. way it's so good it's so good does anybody want to get out like just like <laughs> yeah, the, oh, the only the only so thing cold. the only thing I, I have to now say about it is every time Nick Fury tells him that you know the last time he trusted somebody he lost an eye I just have to know that it that happened because a weird alien cat thing scratched him in the face. And it had nothing to do with him trusting anyone. But then again, I guess, like, you know, Nick Fury is, is he's a spy, so he lies about stuff, what he does. So, <laughs> maybe if you look at it like that. That's a good point. Uh, like, that'd be cool, a Nick Fury spy movie where he just lies a lot. But, I mean, it's literally one line, and it's still a great movie. Robert yeah. Redford's in it. Robert you Redford's for, in a about comic that. book movie, yeah, everyone. Like, How did this happen? Gary Shandling is in it. <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fucking the Larry Sanders show. <laughs> Plays a senator. <laughs> it's so good. It's, and, it's, and it's like, it's, it's like to me, a lot, of people, a lot of people like to make that argument that it's a politi- more political espionage thriller than it is marvel movie mm. and it's like sure i mean a little bit not like, that much like i mean it's like a marvel movie shot like a political thriller mm-hmm. but political thrillers are usually like overly complicated and then this movie is pretty streamlined it's pretty straightforward um but it definitely to me comes off more like i'd say more like a mission impossible movie yeah, I mean, it's it kind of looks like one too. It they do a lot of that. Yeah, it's um, like it's like Marvel's Mission Impossible. Yeah, and starring Captain America. That's a good name. I'll watch that. It's yeah, it's it's a lot, but it's not too much. It's on the verge of 
being too much, but it's just, but just yeah, the right amount of lot. Tied, tied for number two, my personal favorite, and the MCU, Captain America Civil War. Man, so good. And it gave us the Russos, the lords and saviors of the Marvel Universe. You just said Captain America Civil War. Spoiler alert! <laughs> Captain America Civil War. This is my favorite movie because... The other Captain America semicolon movie. Civil War. It's awesome. I, I love the comic. It was it was I got I read the comic like the year or two before that to yeah, get I, ready for it. I had it. a roommate back in back in college, and he had all the Civil War stuff. And oh was yeah, just like, oh, you got to read this shit. Oh, man. I just had the giant collection. Oh, that sounds so. So, was, so, we had the so original. I was like, oh so I was like, yes, yes, I do. It's really this is interesting. Now the movie we got wasn't really that, but it was superheroes fighting superheroes. But but here's the thing. This well, this is one of the first times. Well, I mean, like we got Age of Ultron, mm-hmm. but like. This is the first time that they made a movie out of a major comic event because yes. Age of Ultron was a major comic event too, but they did it very well. Mm-hmm. Like Age of Ultron has think, things about it that I like, but it ultimately falls very short. Yeah. Um, oh God, Civil War. It's um, I well it doesn't. Also, the trailer. I remember the trailer dropping at the end. There's Spider-Man. They're like, we got Spider-Man. That oh, was yeah. a big deal for such a long time. That we was that was a big deal. That was a big deal. Yeah. Whenever whenever they they announced that they got Spider-Man, that was huge. And this gets into what I well, it we seems kind, like so long ago, this, such an innocent time. <laughs> this is like what I like about we we're talking about a little bit earlier. Um, out of if we're picking best trilogy, I always go with Captain America, and it's because of the character study of of Steve Rogers in this, and a lot of it has to do with. Um, uh, his missed opportunity with Peggy that's hit on uh, Agent Carter that's hit on like every beat in the movies but it's also just like his lost friend Bucky who's looked out for him forever and but he, it's cool he he'll just him. start an awkward relationship with his with, with her daughter <laughs> that's what happens oh, that, that is weird and then and then they never bring it up again they shouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> they never bring it up again. It, it doesn't work. But like the, the relationship, those actors don't have that kind of chemistry. You know, you know who does have chemistry is Evans and Stan because that relationship works. Like this friendship Dude. thing is like so. Okay, yes, I, yes, like, they do. I like, they, have, like, they have great chemistry. Yeah, but, and but you know who has even better chemistry and it shines in Civil War. That is, that is Sam and Buck. Yeah, so this one, it 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 was um, number two from the Russos. Number two from the Russos. It was like the, it, it, was, it was like the warm up for Infinity War. Pretty much, because it's it's pretty much an Avengers movie. Because like, and and the reason why I like I like Winter Soldier more than Civil War is because like, with Winter Soldier, it's it's one of those that you can go into it cold. You don't have to see anything else in the in the MCU to really be able to enjoy that movie. Like you can still get it. Mm-hmm. And this movie is like like. The thing that Infinity War suffers from, like, I've seen all the movies, so I can watch Infinity War and love it and not have to worry about it. But, like, if you've never seen a Marvel movie, don't see Infinity War because you won't have any idea what's going on. Yeah. Same for Civil War. That's true. You're not going to know what's going on if you're watching Civil War. That's true, yeah. You haven't seen a handful of other Marvel movies. Yeah, not even, like, the same Marvel movies, like a couple of the different ones. You, you You might get away with just Winter Soldier and Age of Ultron. That might be enough. But you've at least got to watch those two. Yeah, and it helps having Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah, Winter Soldier, Age of Ultron. Uh. But they, but again, like it's like a warm up for Infinity War in the mm-hmm. sense that they're balancing so many characters on the screen, so many characters in the and story. And they do it really well. They do it very well. Very well. Um, I feel like it's really fair to what they did to each character they portray. Um, and a lot of great action sequences. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. 
It's a fun movie. There, there's no like Avengers type shot. That was a point you were making earlier. There's not there's nothing quite like that. But what there is is but there's that battle royale shot. Yeah, that, that's pretty cool. That both sides running up to each other. Which, you see that like because yeah. this would be this would be in the running for best shot in the in the uh-huh. MCU, and that's that shot of like Cap's shield and Iron Man's blast. Oh, that's straight off the cover, it's, dude. It's, yeah, I'm saying like it's straight out of the comic, and that brings us to the final number one. Number one, one movie to be at the top of this list, and it's funny how this movie got to the top of the list. It got yeah. it got here by being everyone's number two. Yeah. It's the most agreed upon movie. Because right, the way that we did it is uh, we, we had to, we, we pulled everything like from the ranks. We did like a cumulative thing. And uh, it's just funny. Like the number one, number one was varied enough that number two actually had more points at the end of everything. <laughs> yeah. So everyone's number two, literally everyone's number two. But is on this the list number is number one. one. And you know what? I'm not even mad about it. Because it's, it's, I think it's well earned. It's a deserving movie to have. Absolutely, at, uh, as your number one. If somebody tells me this is their favorite Marvel movie, I'm not going to question them. No, good for it. you. Good for you. And that number one is Guardians of the Galaxy. This is a big reveal. That was our number one movie. Yeah, been been watching all video, waiting for it. Number one, Guardians number of one. the Galaxy. Oh yeah. Um, this was a change. Big change for the cinematic universe. Back in 2014, this came out. God, really? Yeah, I know, right? I know, right? It's crazy. That's like, insane. Where does, it, where does it go? Oh man, where's the time go? Where does it go? Well, the, it goes to list apparently. Well, yep, yep. <laughs> we just we just put we just focus all the time into a list. And, into a list. And, and and Guardians drops 2014. First of all, they announced that they were gonna do it, and like my roommate, my, like like my roommate at the time, he was into these comics, and he was just like, dude, they're making a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. What? Yeah, that's what a lot of people said, huh? And and I was just like, yeah, no, right, like. Guardians or, of the Galaxy. What's next? A Nova new a Nova movie? <laughs> we still haven't gotten one of those. Um, I like it. Nova movie. Nova movie. I'm interested to see that. Yeah. Because I want to know more. Nova movie. Nova. Yeah, because the, the Nova Core and mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like with you and your roommate, you said a lot of their reaction was uh I can't believe they're doing that. But a lot of other people's reactions were who? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, that's exactly why. The I comics would, aren't like super popular that's and why they're not, I couldn't believe they were doing yeah. it. Because it's, it's just like, really? It's just like someone... Which lineup? Oh, well, that, yeah, yeah, I can see uh, that uh, working. That could work, yeah. Oh, that's the one that Andy's going to... Andy Dwyer from, from Parks and Rec's going to... gonna He's going to be be the Star-Lord guy, Peter Quill? Oh, okay. Yeah, I can see, see that. play guitar and chill out a lot? Is that what's going on? And then you I mean, see it and you're like, Chris Pratt, what's going on? I mean, he's a funny guy, but he's going to have to get in shape. <laughs> He'll never do that. <laughs> yeah, I don't see Chris Pratt getting in shape for anything. Oh, what a young time uh, 2014 was. Fools. First thing from James Gunn, really proved that he knew what he was doing with these characters. Oh, uh, it's such a specific vision. Yeah. Too. It's, yeah. It's like, it's funny, but it's also intense and it looks cool. And it's just like, totally, you know, your totally dad's record co- collection. Completely new direction. your mom's record collection, technically. Like, I think it was the first movie outside of, outside of the main three and then mm-hmm. the Avengers. I think that Guardians was the first, like, weird one that we got. Yeah. Because it's just well, a lot of times you go, I don't know what this is. I'm looking at yeah, and like like with uh, with Thor, you get a little bit of space travel because of Asgard and all that, mm-hmm. but they really don't dwell into it they, too hard. They mostly lean into the mythological aspect of it. They're, yeah, they're like, listen, they're aliens. Yeah, yeah, and okay. and just I I don't know about you, but I was just really bored for all of that stuff. Yeah, this movie just like it's just interesting right away, like 
big family moment, mm-hmm. followed by the what the fuck, now he's been abducted by space aliens. It's so insane and intense, and there's and that, that soundtrack. It's solid. That shouldn't work. No. Under any circumstances. No. And James Gunn finds a way to work it into the narrative. Yeah. Like, what? It's not an excuse to play cool music over stuff. It kind of is, but it works. Yeah, it, they find a reason for it. Like Doctor Strange has a song where they play like a let's see where they play like a really old Pink Floyd song, like a like a Sid Barrett Pink Floyd song, right. and it's a cool movie, cool song, but it's just over him driving. It's not for any reason other than to have a Floyd song in there. Yeah, like they they work the songs into the narrative. Yeah, this 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 it's it's it you believe it. Yeah, when you hear the we hear that music, and it's all it helps that it's, it's all really good. It's lightning in a bottle. This movie, pretty just much lightning in a bottle. The yeah. cast is great. It's so much fun watching them come together. Yeah, that scene where they all meet, and then like they have to work together to break out of the prison. Uh-huh. Just the way that the, the way that the story functions and the way that the characters function through the story, it all feels so natural. Like you wouldn't think that of a movie with like a guy in space and there's a rac- talking raccoon and one of and the characters is a is a space raccoon. Yeah, and then all these other characters that just like see like if you tell me like the character of Drax and Gamora and I look at them and I'm like that looks like space filler to me. But then they right. happen and you're like right. so good. And a man like if you ask me like Drax has never been better than he is in in this movie. <laughs> Like he, well, he still has that that backstory. That's I, sad. I still like him yeah. in Volume Two, and I and I like him even more in Infinity War. But he's still like he he, w- he he's a sarcastic machine. It was yeah. just everything worked so well for Drax. Mm-hmm. Like like all his jokes landed. Like all that. Like of course not. I would catch it. Like just all of that stuff yeah. hits so it's so well. The jokes are more character based than like. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. Like that's just that's just, that's a funny line. But if that's I there stand to be very funny. still. You cannot see me. It's like that's that's comical, Crunch. but it's more overt comedy. Yeah, like I really like the subtle comedy of the first one. Yeah, um, that's and, like we're gonna have the teamsters for another forty-five minutes. Do you want to do anything? And and like when <laughs> type when of, type and when chat. and I'll tell you what when the news when the news dropped that Brad Cooper and uh, Vin Diesel Vin Diesel I don't uh-huh. know why I can't remember his name but why Brad Cooper and Vin Diesel were gonna be playing Rocket and Groot like I was like it's like uh, that's a that's a funny joke. No, but who, who's actually going to play Rocket and Groot? And that's it. Brad, Bradley Cooper and Vin Diesel. Bradley, uh, Oscar award-winning Bradley Cooper. And they stole the damn movie for me, man. <laughs> like, my favorite parts of the movie were, were Rocket and Groot. Yeah, it's great. We, I, mean, we, I, I was big fans of them from the comics, but... Yeah. Oh, God. I didn't, I didn't expect... Like, I'm not a huge fan of Bradley Cooper in general. Like, he, like I like some of his stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, not a huge fan of Vin Diesel in, in general. Like, I just... I'm. I don't care about the Fast and the Furious. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I just don't. And I wasn't expecting very much from them, and they stole the show. Yeah, like Brad Cooper doesn't sound like Brad Cooper; he sounds like Rocket Raccoon. And Vin Diesel like brings a lot of character with three with three words. Three words. Occasionally, the fourth. Sometimes why? Some occasionally a fourth word, but yeah. once at the yeah. end. The, the, the one you... the one time he said, "We are a group." Yeah, the one which time. like and that emotional moment does hit you. Yeah, so hard. Does. And like I liked Ronan enough as a bad guy. He's not like as memorable as Loki or Killmonger or some of those guys or Vulture. It's it served its purpose. I feel like But most... yeah, and what was what was, what was the actor's name? It's a, it's actually a fairly well known actor. I can't remember his name, but he does he does a pretty good job playing the generic villain. Yeah. Like, there's nothing wrong with his performance. Well, I actually like his scene his scene chewing a little bit. 
Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. It um, works. And then there's then when you see His someone big else, scary hammer thing that that works. I mean, it's a cool ending when he puts it on there, and they're like, you can't touch the ground, and then like, okay, all of a sudden it's a game of asteroids. And it's never gonna, like, it's never not gonna be funny to watch Chris Pratt challenge him to a dance off. Yeah. That's never not going to be funny. It's always going to be funny. In the theater, I was just like, are you serious? Andy Dwyer's fucking challenging the Marvel villain to a dance-off? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, it's that's ridiculous. That's, that's what life was like back then. That's, that's what we knew. We don't know what we know now. <laughs> but man, so that was... That's our list. That yeah. was a, a whole lot of a whole lot of movies to get through, mm-hmm. but but it, but it's really impressive that Marvel's been able to pull this off for yeah. so long. Um, and as we go into Endgame, this uh, this apparently, uh, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll see where this because this is supposed to wrap all of it up. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know where we're gonna be on the other side of Endgame. I don't know what the world's gonna look like in the MCU moving into Phase Four. I don't know. Uh, I mean, it would appear. This is speculation on the movie. Uh, we'll get some of these characters back because of what you mentioned. There's people who have sequels coming out. Oh yeah. After it, I still feel like their sequels will be feel different because Endgame happened. Like I feel like Spider-Man Two will feel different from Spider-Man One. Uh, time Stone. All the homes because yeah yeah it's totally Time, time Stone. Stone. Like it's not a like I'm not it's not a mystery of how it's gonna happen. It's it it was pretty much made obvious in Infinity War. It's the Time Stone. Time Stone. Man, if it's not a Time Stone, we're gonna look dumb. It's a time stone. It's, it's very, it's, po- it's, it's very possible that we're gonna look dumb, but it's a time stone. What's up, crew? If you got any idea of what you would like for us to talk about on the minute or on Movie Night Autopsy podcast, hit us up on the social medias. You can hit us up on Twitter at movie underscore autopsy. Check us out on Facebook at Movie Night Autopsy. Always feel free to email us, contact at movienightautopsy.com.